0: Oh, it's great having you on. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. Uh, We wanted to talk to you uh, for a minute because I've been following you on your uh, real estate journey and we've talked. So I definitely had you in mind when I started the podcast and everything. So uh, let's just get started. Uh, You're on uh, the Finally Financial Podcast. Uh, with Eric T. Jackson where uh, we educate, uh, we, we uh, deal with everything finance related, wealth related, entrepreneurship, um, and I'm glad to have you on. Uh, Ms. Jack, uh, I generally uh, uh, let uh, guests introduce themselves. I don't know if you have you know, a quick 30 seconds to just let people know who you are.
1: Well, absolutely. Well, my name is Janine Jack, and um, I'm with EXP Realty. I'm a realtor. I've been a realtor now for four years, but I have a dual career. I've been an educator for the past um, 12 years and also in real estate for four years. So that's who I am. That's what I do. I'm excited to be on the podcast today, Um, Mr. Jackson. So uh, that's all about me. So
0: I'm ready to get started. Appreciate you, Ms. Jack. Appreciate you. So let's uh let's take it back. So uh <laughs> um I guess my first question for you uh is uh how so we'll just start with the entrepreneurship and everybody that's met you just can sense a certain spirit about you. And, and you know, I was thinking about it and, and it, it feels like you've always sort of had an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit. And, and, and my thing to you is, my question to you is, like how long have you, have you had an entrepreneurial spirit? How long have you been a go-getter, been always about your business? And, and is that something you were born with or you had to learn?
1: Um, it's a good question. I'm so glad you asked that. It's funny because you got me thinking, I'm like, let's go all the way back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never saw it as an entrepreneurial spirit. I just okay. always have felt that I connected with people, okay, and people and money. So even if it was the smallest thing, you know, like I never forget, you made me think about when I was like, when, when did I have this connection with just money? And I was like, I recall being in high school or even middle school and people would always, always had cash on me. And I literally, people were like, Hey, can I, you know, keep, you know what people would say? Can I hold? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I noticed that when people would ask me like for a quarter, because vending machines was a thing back then, you know, and I would, I would give them that quarter, but I would also write it down in this little notepad.
0: Okay. And so when
1: they didn't give me that money back. I'd be like, You owe me 25
0: cents.
1: (laughs) So I would follow back up with them and say, okay. So my mom used to always say, Oh my God, I go Janine with her little notepad. You know, she, you know, go collect on her money. Was But, you know, (laughs) and so that it started, you know, even then. And then as I fast forward as a teenager, and then I grew up in Louisiana. And I moved here to Houston. Okay. Yeah, this is actually my 30th year anniversary here in Houston. Nice. Yeah. And so, like, when I moved here to Houston, I always liked to volunteer as well. So, I was huge into volunteering and um, just would just volunteer with like the international festival and doing all of that. And then I found out about uh, my sister and myself, we would be brand ambassadors. So, Because I come from, you know, coming from a small town, mm-hmm. you really didn't have that much opportunity. But here in Houston, it presented so many opportunities Absolutely. So that interaction with people from a volunteer side quickly transferred into me, like promoting other products for people. So I became a brand ambassador like early on, and I promoted so many different products. I've worked for you know different companies. Yeah, forget an agency and hired people to work with Oprah. I did that two times. Wow! So I was part of their you know like welcoming committee and yeah. did like different projects with them. I you know have um, you know done just so many different brand ambassador promoting. Wow! Um, you know, so from
0: you know at, always at yeah
1: that's cologne, you know.
0: <laughs> You've always been someone that, that wanted to, to get out there and get it. That's that's awesome. So let yeah. me ask you, like, growing up, how was your uh, financial base, your financial education? I mean, how were your parents or, you know, your background that in that? In that arena, like what finances, it wasn't mm-hmm. like, you
1: know, I didn't grow up in a family where, you know, they taught me like all the things about credit and savings and things like that. But one thing that I did do, I understood money was valuable Mm -hmm. and I had a huge respect for it. One thing that I did do with my grandfather when he was alive, we used to count coins and roll them up in the coin wrappers. Okay. So it was, it, you know, savings was always promoted yep. and having that, you know, that was kind of like our bonding time when we would mm-hmm. just wrap money, bring, I would write, you were, literally you would take it to the bank and you would write your name on it and your phone number, just in case you counted it wrong. And then they would contact you.
0: Dang, <laughs> now, people wow.
1: into, now people pour it in yeah, the coin star
0: Yeah,
1: and it counts in Florida. And I'm like, no, and, and to this day, I still like I still wrap coins uh-huh. and, you know, and I will take it to the bank. And especially during the coin shortage, I was yeah. literally like bringing money into place. And they are like, oh, it's so good to have coins. So, uh, <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, for me, I bet. Yeah, that I bet that was very therapeutic. I mean, just having money and counting it, knowing that you at least got that much money. <laughs>
1: exactly. So yep. that was that was one thing they taught us, you know, like that I learned it's, you know, in my youth. Uh-huh. And, then, you know, you would have like, I never forget it, another thing, just talking about money, uh-huh. um, like insurance. I never yep. forget the insurance guy with the life insurance. They would come to the yep. house. Yeah. My house, too. The policies or, mm-hmm. you know, something. I didn't know all the details of it, but I just remember seeing them on the porch because we had porches. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> but that that was at a young age. And then, you know, um, that, that was kind of me growing up. And then of course I have an MBA, I have a master's degree in business. So, you know, that, because I quickly found out that I thought I was going to be engineering major, but I noticed that I connected with when I saw the business classes and then I Mm -hmm. saw the books, (laughs) I connected (laughs) with numbers. I connected with, you know, um, like they said, the power of the dollar,
0: that, you know, exactly. it's
1: like, if something where you don't have to think twice about it yeah. makes sense to you, then yeah. that's how you know that's what you're supposed to do, yep. and I've realized that I really connected with it. It, it wasn't hard for me, okay. so that, that's why I majored in that, so.
0: Well, for you, I guess, uh, entrepreneurship, to the picture early on, uh, so did you notice it as entrepreneurship or were you just interested in a, in, in making money and you didn't really uh, think of it as entrepreneurship?
1: Correct. I, well, not even making money. I just really just literally was just like, I like opportunity and I like sharing opportunities with other people. Okay. And so when I know something, I've always felt, and that's why I became, went into education and yep. haven't done entrepreneurship full time. Yep. It's because I feel that when you share, you empower people and yeah. you help them out. So it's like, um, you know, being able to be a part of something and you know things that people don't know. I was like, well, let me share this with this person. Like when I did my brand ambassador, when mm-hmm. I worked at an event, I would share and tell other people about it. Yeah. Like yeah. a few years back. I worked for the Super Bowl as um, just like a hostess. And i never forget, I um, connected with one of um, like a student who I think graduated from Sharpstown. I had him join in on the interview and we both worked
0: <laughs> the event together,
1: you know, because I was just like, hey, if, if I'm on here with this opportunity, because how often does the Super Bowl come to Houston? Exactly. I was like, you know, why not do that? So just connecting people with opportunities. Is something that I've really been passionate, about. and the money comes, you know, which is great. But it's really about you know, in, um, you know, connecting with people and actually getting rewarded to do that. So that's one thing that I get excited about.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, uh, so let me ask you: uh, Is there anything else uh, that you wanted to do? uh, growing up? I mean, like when you were younger, I know you said you, you wanted to be an engineer. So was that what you wanted to be
1: mm-hmm.
0: from day one? Day one,
1: day one, I wanted to be a teacher. Okay. So when I was in middle school, a teacher said, no, you don't want to be a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so then I joined Um, I was one of the privileged, it was a huge opportunity for me where they started this engineering program at the university when I was in middle school. And um, it was new, it was for young minorities, mainly black students Mm -hmm. at the state university. So they recruited the top students from all the high schools. It was something that was unheard of. Now they have, you know, these engineering programs for students to go attend classes over the summer and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But they pulled together 25 students in Lake Charles. It was a prep, it was called prep, pre-engineering program. And, you know, we went through the summer and they paid us to go to, you know, school in the summer. And we went to this program you know, I had the opportunity, like I guess I was in the eighth grade, to design like a solar powered car, and <laughs> they taught us about you know energy and because they wanted to see more minorities in the field of engineering. Yeah. So you know, we had college professors that worked with us in math and science, and we did all these experiments and went on field trips and everything. Visited you know like chemical plants and stuff. Yep. So, yep. but and I never forget like when I was in finishing my junior year in high school I went I own for, for my senior year in high school and had one class because I was going to okay. graduate early and I decided I just wanted to finish with my class okay so at the end of my junior year I started you know going going to college during that time so I was 16 and I never forget I was taking engineering classes and you know I'd taken drafting like in high school. So I'd already done, you know, drafting classes, which that wasn't hard, you know? Right. But when it got to like AutoCAD and stuff like <laughs> that, I was good with pen to paper, like mm-hmm. pencil to paper. Yeah. When it got to AutoCAD and you had to do your circles and your diameter and everything. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I don't <laughs> know if i about these pipes anymore, you know?
0: <laughs> this, yeah.
1: is, this is not adding up for me. And I was just like, I could tell I was going down this path where, in one, I, I wasn't as interested. That made me sad because I was like, well, what comes after that? You know? Yeah, exactly. But when I got introduced, like I say, to business, I said, hold up a second. I get it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
1: I felt smart again because I was definitely an overachiever in high school. So I was like, you know, um, it, it connected, it resonated with me. Uh-huh. So that's when I I got into it and I started saying, this is actually something where I belong. And I quickly shifted to, I didn't know where business would take me, but I say, hey, when you have a degree, you yeah. start from there. And Absolutely. then all of a sudden, I noticed that feeling to teach again came back. Okay. So that's when i um pursued doing, um, like I work in oil and gas. I've worked in mm-hmm. different fields. I've worked in the medical field, and okay. you know, in the business realm. And then also I worked in oil and gas and it's on mobile for almost 10 years. But, okay. and I'm a builder, you know, I work for David Weekly Homes. Uh-huh. And so, but I quickly was like, hey, I, I really want to teach because I used to teach like in a night school. I taught typing and stuff okay. like that to okay. adults. And I was like, guess what? I want to teach. And I found out about the alternative certification program. And that's where they say, hey, having a business degree, you can teach business classes. Like, you know what? That's me. (laughs) (laughs) That's when that teaching, you know, the business. So I had the best of both worlds and I, and I dove right in.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I I know you did. (laughs) So uh, let me uh, get this break in right now. If you found value in this podcast, please subscribe so that you can get more podcasts just like this one. If you are watching on YouTube, please like, comment, and share with friends and family so that you can get more videos just like these. Thank you. So, Ms. Jack, uh, you're an educator. How long have you been in education?
1: Um, Like I say, I worked. um. Uh... With HISD, I worked twelve years. But prior to that, I had taught at different night schools for okay. adult education. Yep. And so I did that, um, you know, like off and on because yeah. I work in the daytime. I'm, as you can tell, I've always had like multiple things. It's never just one job. It's always many jobs.
0: <laughs> always. Ever since I've known you, you've been a multitasker. <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's not right if I have many things. So. It's like I have all this energy and then, you know, of course, helping people. I'm just like, OK, what more can I do? Uh-huh. So it, it it keeps me going. I get I, I totally, um, you know, like it's I get totally like disconnect and bored. I was just like, I, I got to be doing something. And then it's always, you know, connecting with people, pouring into others.
0: I can understand it that. It
1: really gets it. It really excites me. So I was yeah. like, that's it doesn't feel like work. <laughs> You know, so that's why I say Absolutely. that's what I'm supposed to be doing.
0: So, so, uh, so at what point did you uh, say uh, real estate was it?
1: Well, that, as I was going through my journey of education, mm-hmm. I also, I love, you know, one thing you probably don't know is that um, I have done like lots of little side things. Okay. One of those things was... Um, you know delivering flowers Mm -hmm. i would do that so you go through the different neighborhoods and stuff like that and i would just do it once or once a year or twice a year on valentine's day and mother's day those are my two days and it was it was just so great just to just do that it was something different where you bring Mm -hmm. joy like Mm -hmm. sometimes i wouldn't have a valentine so i would be like you know what let me just go make somebody else valentine's day so i would dress in red even when I was working, I would take a schedule a day off. And then, of course, I'm making money and I'm bring, bringing joy to others. Mm. So it, it became a tradition. So <laughs>
0: <Absolutely>. <laughs> saying
1: that, you would go through the different neighborhoods. And I was like, oh, my gosh, these houses are beautiful. And this was like years ago. And I was like looking at how Houston was developing. Mm. And I said, wow, this is really the city is really growing and it's not finished. So yep. I said, I like looking at houses. I enjoy going to the different neighborhoods. I say home ownership was just very important to me yep. and actually just helping people reach their goals. Whether right. it's Someone will always have, need somewhere to live. Yep. So I say, you know what? If I'm thinking about forward thinking, what is something that's not going away? I'm like, whether you're leasing, whether you are you know, purchasing, you're always going to need somewhere to live.
0: Absolutely.
1: And then also when I was thinking about even education, people will always need to be educated. So I wanted to find those careers where it's like, someone will always have value and it couldn't be replaced by quote unquote technology. human. A start- real estate
0: agent. Yep.
1: Yeah. So I was like, Hey, let me, figure out the pathway to real estate. And when I saw that, you know, you could take the classes, you know, at your own pace and everything I say, you know what? And it it was a lot of business foundation classes. So it's very similar to business classes that I take. You have to take law, you know, you have to find out about property laws. So a lot of those things are covered when you're in your business courses. So it it just, it wasn't a hard transition for me.
0: So the, uh, the training, is it is it a real estate school or where the classes are given or what kind of or how do people, you know, take the classes when you when, when you're when you're trying to be a real estate agent? Where do you what kind of training is it?
1: Oh, I'm glad you asked that. Um, when it comes to real estate training, it's a lot easier now. You know, a lot of the courses are now available online. Okay. Now they even have a group. A Groupon for real estate.
0: <laughs> wow, you hey, you made it big when you get a Groupon coupon. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh
1: my god, you can take, you could go to Groupon. But before, you know, they had face to face classes, but now with you know increasing mm-hmm. in technology, you know, you can't just go fly by night. You can take it at HCC. You know, if you want to do it that pathway, oh, okay. or you can do it online. I chose to do my courses online. okay. And when I was studying for my exam, I actually chose to do it face-to-face where I had the tutorials mm-hmm. because they walked through everything with, mm-hmm. with Champions. Mm-hmm. And it was an awesome tutorial class. And um, that really prepared me for the exam. So, Great. you know, it's, it's worth it, you know, because some mm-hmm. people at Champions, so they like to go there face-to-face or even they online. They have hybrid courses as well. So you could do some in-person on the weekend, it just so they have many options on how to actually do it. They
0: awesome. awesome, good, good. So uh, I see you uh, on, uh, I guess, some of your posts on social media and everything, and you, you, you have people, I guess, giving them keys and showing that they now own the home. And I've always seen that, yeah. So I can tell you, you're you're doing really well with it. So how does how does that make you feel when you deliver somebody their keys and that type of thing?
1: Oh my gosh. It feels so great because a lot of people don't understand all the work <laughs> that goes on <laughs> behind the scenes. Uh-huh. And it's it's funny because it's not just, oh, you just go in, and find a house, here you go, we celebrate, right? Yep. Yep. It's a lot of work because it's a journey. And I work a lot with first-time home buyers. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of education involved with that. So that's why my Instagram name is Jack the Realtor101 because Jack it kind the of rip
0: realtor. Yeah. Jack the
1: realtor.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, it's awesome. Jack the realtor, absolutely. So uh,
1: to educate so. them and you know and and walk them through the process and mm-hmm. connecting them with the neighborhood they want to live, connecting them with you know the right lender. And, you know, just talking through that process and and helping them understand, like, here's what's required. Here's what, you know, and answering any questions or, you know, like even the experienced buyer who's purchasing like their second home or selling their home. You know, I like to meet them where they're at. So it's just like wherever you're at, you know, it's like um, I just adapt to what's needed at that point Uh there. But it feels good to help them reach their goals because you have a goal to have home ownership you've saved you have that credit score i'm like i'm here to help you make that possible you want to live in this neighborhood you want to another thing that's been popular from me with my clients recently Mm -hmm. they'll say find me a house you know or a neighborhood that minutes or less from my home
0: 30 minutes
1: or less from my job oh okay So what I do is I get their information and I say, here we go. And then we map it out. We traffic flow. You know, we talk about that. So that's been a huge, like major win that I've been supporting my clients because work life balance Uh is really important. You don't want to spend all your time driving to your dream home and you fall asleep on (laughs) the way.
0: Exactly. Uh, Really
1: focus on doing that.
0: Good, good. Good. So. Uh have that has that always been uh a question like that people ask or is it recent?
1: It's recently, you know, before people some people knew where they wanted to live or if they're relocating here to Houston. Okay, and, you know, and, and I've so I've sold um I've connected with people outside of Houston. Mm-hmm. Like I did sell a house at one time in um in Gainesville, Texas. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I drove there.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> but
1: uh, now I just refer out because with EXP, Realty, mm-hmm. we do have a referral system in just about all 50 states where I can wow. connect with the realtor
0: okay. in
1: any state. Mm-hmm. So, um, we do have a referral network. But no, that's something that's new. And I think because people are starting to realize that they need to have, you know, it's like you're getting a home for your family, but you don't want to be you know Houston can be spread out mm-hmm. so you know but we are fortunate where we have neighborhoods and Houston's revitalizing and revamping a lot of areas so right. it's like you can have you know that choice to move closer to where you you know a desired neighborhood yeah. where you want to you know like close to where you work you don't have to drive all the way out just to experience a nice neighborhood or a safe right
0: so, do you do you see a pattern of where people trying to migrate to, or where they w- w- would prefer to live? No. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! Because and the reason why I say that because I'm right now my clients literally, you know, I haven't announced it because it's you know it's uh um, you know it's still under wraps, but I'll mm-hmm. share this with you okay. what I can share. My clients are mainly ed- in education, they're mainly educators. Okay. okay. One, one is like, hey, I work in, you know, they work in Aldean. So they're like, hey, I want to live over here in Aldean. Yeah. So they were like, um, we literally one day we were just testing out. Where, you know, for me, I don't mind driving. I have a fuel efficient car.
0: Okay. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so literally one weekend, I never forget we drove, we went to Spring, we went to Humble, we went to Crosby, we went, (laughs) I circled the whole thing, and we were just like, we were driving, and I was like, okay, and you know, wanted to make sure they felt comfortable in their decision, all of a sudden, they were like, hey, Janine, call me that two days later, meet me in Porter, and I was like, where's Porter?
0: (laughs) Right above Kingwood. I know. It's yes,
1: yes, the exit right after Kingwood. So now I know where Port is. <laughs> and, you know, and, it, so, and then my other client was like, you know, worked diff, on a different side with Houston ISD. And they were like, okay. meet me. They were like, okay. So I went to Rochere, Fresno, Missouri City. Wow. Uh, Angleton. <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like so then all of a sudden um we ended up i even went to richmond we ended up um where did we end up you know like at this point i'm like well we found somewhere yeah. and it wasn't as far out and and they love it so but it was still <laughs> in that southwest side uh-huh. so, um so it's just super exciting just to like i say to connect whatever, you know, it's just like, Hey, I'm flexible, but it was like, Hey, 30 minutes or less to get to work and have that balance, you know, for kids or, you know, for just their commute, you know, because you don't want that to be a stressor, you know, so have
0: you, so have you hit the mother load, which to me is finding a place five minutes or less from your job? Have you ever do that yet with anybody? <laughs> um
1: at this point, um, five minutes or less. No. Uh I have <laughs> we have not done a five minutes or less unless they work from home. Okay. So uh no, right. not at this point. We okay. have not done that. So yeah. but it's, it's 15 minutes, it's not bad. So 15 minutes. Oh,
0: 15 minutes is great also 15 minutes to be a blessing.
1: we have done that much, 15 minutes.
0: Good, good, good. Okay, so uh where do you see uh, uh, real estate going for yourself? Well, where do you um, want it to go?
1: Where where do I want it to go? Yeah. I would like one thing it was funny because people asked me this question, they were like, Hey, are you real are you still in real estate? Because you know they'll see me post like I just got a new job right. and everything. And so I'm like, I will always be a realtor, you know. There you go. There you go. So i like, I will always be a realtor. And, you know, like this year actually has been a very, like out of the blue, I guess I've been planting good seeds, Uh but so many people are reaching out to me and are like, Hey, can you help me sell my home? Can you help me with this lease? Can you help me, you know, like, um, just different situations have popped up and I was just like, of course I can, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, it's really been awesome with being able to um, meet those needs. So right. I definitely see, you know, referrals, word of mouth is very key. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, if I sell your home, I'm like, hey, if you want to, uh, if I sell you a home, if you choose to pick, select another home, I always say, hey, I'll help you sell that home and find you another one.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs>
1: always put that out there, you know, and then yeah. people who I work with, with the least, you know, I literally I'll tell them I'm like, hey, when you're ready to purchase that home, let's, you know, tell tell me when you're ready yeah. and we'll go from there. And if I've received a few referrals from like my online social media accounts as well. So
0: wow, good, good, good. Well, uh, I know you to be uh the hardest working woman <laughs> in education, at least. So I I just can imagine you know, how, how good a real estate agent you are. Um, so, uh, so I, I would like for you to give you a final word. If there's anything you have to, to tell people maybe about real estate or, or what you have going on, uh, don't forget to drop your, your social media.
1: Okay. I will definitely do that. I will, um, my social media. On Instagram is Jack, J-A-C-K, B, Realtor 101. Mm-hmm. That's my Instagram handle. And, um, you know, like with, I will say this, a lot of people say, oh, this is not a good time to purchase a home. This is not a good time to sell a home. I've
0: heard of that, yes.
1: It is a sell, you know, the interest rates are, you know, like increasing, but one thing that the builders, especially new construction, mm-hmm. one thing that they have been doing is offering, so many incentives to lock in rates. So that's one thing that's been they've been trying to help consumers. Like, hey, if you are interested in purchasing home,
0: mm-hmm. they give
1: you a lot of incentives. So, like okay. you, and they work with their preferred lenders to say, hey, let's support our buyers because okay. that's what we have to. You know, the industry has to keep moving forward. So they don't yep. want to. Anytime when someone is selling their home, think about it. You need to have a buyer. So, exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: so the market, you know, aside from what people hear and rumor, a lot of times it's things it to promote kind of that, you know, like think about the people who are probably first time home buyers. They may mm-hmm. be the first time homebuyer in their family. Yeah. So and a lot of times that industry is not a possibility or that opportunity is not a possibility for them. So, mm-hmm. and those are the same people who listen to the media. So it's just like ignoring the media because uh, yet again, it's to keep, I would say certain populations out of the yep. market. And so right. they not as, you know, they're not in the mix, mm-hmm. but yet people are, you know, it's like even putting out, oh, it, the houses are being, you know, everybody's coming in from California. And that's true. We do have a lot of people who are relocating here, but yet again, plenty of houses to purchase. There are plenty of people who are locating here to Houston, and yeah. there are plenty of people who are relocating to somewhere else.
0: Absolutely. So
1: the market will always continue to, um, you know, work and to, you mm-hmm. know, and basically be available. Mm-hmm.
0: Cycles, yeah.
1: At so when fire hits or when you're saving up your money and building up your nest egg to say, Hey, I'm ready to purchase a home. Don't be afraid. Just go out there, see what's out there. And then you make judgment, but don't listen to what, you know, everyone else is saying, you know, do your own due diligence and your own research and say, Hey, let me try. And then at that point you tried, always say you got the t-shirt. And then at that point, that's your testimony. So.
0: Absolutely. And there it is. Janine Jack, Uh, appreciate you, ma'am. It's been awesome. Um, I'm sure that everyone that's uh, watching this and listening has, has gained a a wealth of knowledge and uh, can appreciate everything that uh, you've talked about here today.
1: I thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it.
0: You did a great (laughs) job. Okay. uh, You, you blessed my podcast. And I appreciate you for that. Uh, and, uh, I'll, uh, be, uh, reaching out to you, uh, again, uh, later. Um, but, uh, again, uh, Miss Jack, everybody, uh, thank you, ma'am. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. <laughs> you are great. Day. Yep.